Welcome back to Unseen Connections. I'm your host, Amy Skinner. Today we are on episode 15. It's been a little bit since I was here with you last. I've been quite busy. I've done lots of things. So much has shifted and changed and it continues to shift and change moment to moment, honestly. Things are moving at such a quick and rapid pace And I can't wait to dive in and talk with you more about what I've been experiencing, the things that I've been noticing and picking up on within the world around me. But before we do that, we're going to take a moment to ground ourselves because that is when messages and downloads and connections are made with so much more ease and clarity. So wherever you find yourself... If you can, placing your feet on the ground if they aren't there already. And if possible, allowing your eyelids to become heavy. I can already feel the crown of my head starting to tingle. (laughs) And using your inner sight, scanning it down the length of your body. So starting at the top of your head, scanning down into the back of your neck and your shoulders and just take this moment to notice if you are naturally rounding your body forwards to protect your heart, can you roll your shoulders back and have an openness across your chest? Can you make your body language one that speaks of ease, even if internally you have a lot going on? If you can get ahead and shape your body, the energy from that, it radiates. So lengthen your spine. Find great heights reaching from the crown of your head towards the sky. As you feel your spine long and you notice that your feet are connected to the earth. Take a moment for some cleansing breaths here. Take an inhale in through your nose. Let it out through your mouth. One more time. Deep breath in. Softening it out. And again, as we meditate and ruminate on our feet for a moment, imagine with every exhale you take from here on out, your roots are growing from your feet and they grow wide and they grow really deep. And your exhales are helping you expand your own energetic body, your energetic field back into the earth. Or if it's already connected, then you are strengthening the frequency. You're clearing it up, getting any sludge out of the channel, releasing anything into the earth that is ready to be let go of, knowing that Mama Earth will receive it, thanking her for doing so, and continuing to grow your roots down into the middle of the earth. And imagine that your roots are wrapping around the core and anchoring you in. And again, your exhales are drawing you deeper and deeper into your body and deeper and deeper into the earth. 
grounding out your connection, allowing you the space and capacity to open up to source, to spirit, to the divine, to God, whatever word choice you want to use. And then once you feel like you're anchored in, flow your mind up into your heart space and up into your throat. And imagine from your heart a green, a beautiful green. And your throat has this blue, this bright blue. Maybe it's cobalt. Maybe it's a bit of an indigo. And you notice that these two colors are lapping against one another and swirling and swishing and just dancing together. And I'm asking you to envision this, to create harmony and flow within your heart and your throat. When our throat feels like there's a lump in it, we can feel possibly inadequate or unable to express what is on our heart. So flow with this beautiful idea of the ocean, how it waves and laps up onto the shore and as it washes away it drags some sand along with it so imagine that with your beautiful green of your heart waving up into the blue and then it draws back and takes a little bit of blue with it and this is where the in-between you start to notice this beautiful swirling of colors Maybe you start to notice sensations in your throat. Maybe you notice sensations in your heart. Bear witness to what is coming up for you. You're getting quiet and introspective, so your body is bound to speak because it's noticing that you are in a state of receivership. So just take mental notes or even write them down. That's even better. If you can write them down and notice what you are experiencing. Getting it out like that, getting it out of your mind and and having the physical action of writing something down. There's this connection. There's this memory to it. It is letting the energy live somewhere outside of your own body. And it's great to use for a moment of reflection. The amount of things that I've written down in my life, and especially as I pull cards, it's been so great to pull me back to that as like a clairvoyant hit. (laughs) It'll pop back up into my mind to show me, to remind me, you've been here before or you've written this down and you need to reference this or there's something here for you that you can see in a new way. Having that expression living somewhere outside of your own body is such a fantastic anchor and reference point and knowing that you can write anything down and it doesn't even make any of it true but Sometimes when we get into emotions, it's a matter of perspective. And I'm finding that a lot. I'm finding that a lot lately. I am very much in my head. I'm an analyzer. Come by it honestly. <laughs> um, but 
I feel like I have a I have a big share for you today. And it's just coming from this place of introspection and observation and witnessing and experiencing. And I have actually begun to fully, or in my perspective, fully witnessing the effects of the loops in my mind and the effects of anxiety on my body and noticing how the stress is showing up and how my body is speaking to me. It's interesting because when you look at other people living their life and you don't have the emotional attachments to it, you can pick out the different things in their life of where you see they could do something differently or where you notice something and maybe you're able to also see that they're not ready to see that yet or they're still gathering more pieces to fully understand more of themselves or the situation or what have you. So it's possible that people around me have been able to notice this and honestly one of the biggest helps has been my counselor. She has been helping to show me my thoughts and my mind and and again this is this is where and why I like to write things down because that's a reflection as well. That's a mirror. That is that is a, a different version <laughs> of counseling. And I I don't think one is better than the other. I think they both have their purposes. And I love that I'm in that realization with life too. And I don't want to go down that road left field because I'm going to get sidetracked. And Alex always laughs because I love to get sidetracked. (laughs) But I have been noticing the stress showing up in my body. And I am the smallest physically I have ever been in my adult life to the point that it's been alarming and that's strange I was really upset when I first came into that realization and there's still a little bit of that within my voice right now and the lump in my throat that's building because I look back and I think how the fuck did I get here (laughs) You know, I thought I was, I thought I was doing, I thought I was managing a lot of things. And you know what? Managing and thriving are two different things. (laughs) I've definitely been surviving. I have talked about that a lot in this podcast. I have talked a lot about survival mode and there's been so much of me that I've been seeing has been clawing my way out of survival mode, but I have also noticed, um how it still exists. And I also notice that I have layers to it, much like you have layers to your survival mode. And a lot of the things that have switched me into this state have been beyond my control. And that has been so incredibly challenging. So much so that it has made me hypervigilant and made me try to control so many things because 
if I can control the external world, then my internal world might not feel so intense. And I know I've spoken on this before, but the level at which I am aware now that that program lives in my body is it's uh it's bigger than I thought it was but that also makes sense because I know that I minimize myself and some of the things that I've been through um why I don't know I guess that's a bit of a learned habit I know that I've watched I know that I've watched my mom do that I know that uh, by getting into talking about the things that we live through, there's a floodgate. And sometimes that floodgate doesn't feel safe to open, to share with other people. Sometimes it depends on the person. And at this point in life, I am doing my best to... Give myself permission to open up just little bits at a time. Because if I allow myself to, to, to give life to the things that I have lived through, that floodgate doesn't feel like there's so much pressure behind it. It's uh, burning off some of the pile so it's not so large. It is uh, letting some air out of the balloon so you can tie the knot. <laughs> it is draining some water so that there's less in the tub. So many analogies. So one thing that I've noticed that's been really helping me is to is to speak on the things that I've been living through. And doing that with people that really feel like they are able to witness me is making a difference. And it's helping me become more in tune with myself it's helping me become more in flow with the emotions that like to rise and fall it's 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 helping me release this sense of shame around having a hard time by accepting myself by accepting all the shit that I've lived through it's allowing others in Essentially, so the loops in the mind they can take over and they take over in ways that I did not even realize were taking over and it's let's 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 just. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, living through a pandemic, we all did that. We all did that in our own ways. And the ways that it fucked us up are going to be unique and yet similar. 
the pandemic was difficult. We're still finding our way through all of it. There's lasting effects. There is psychological warfare that happened. And we are realizing it more and more and more based on our stress levels, based on our capacity to navigate situations and there is a great amount of PTSD out in the world and a great amount of people living in survival mode and it's not just the pandemic itself it's so many compounding factors as well it's whenever we have this threat to our basic human survival which is our root chakra which is our grounded state if we have threat to our basic needs, everything gets off kilter. And that's exactly <laughs> the hole that I've been trying to jump out of. And I've had so many realizations and understanding. Basically, it all comes back to what can I control? What do I have within my own control? I can't control what anybody else does. I can't control my external surroundings. I can't control time. I can't control... <laughs> I can barely control temperature. <laughs> you know, there's there's so little that we really can control. And, and when you are experiencing an overwhelm and... For whatever reason, it becomes it becomes the last thing that I think of anyways, is what can I control? It's always, for me, my, my go-to, my habit, my uh, place of safety is to, well, it's to flee. <laughs> um, not much of a fighter. I will run away for sure. I will retreat. I will cower. But because we have lived through so much disconnection, I have noticed that the antidote is connection. And working within the yoga studio has brought more life into me, but also shown me greater things and shown me where I put my energy and shown me how incredible it is to be able to guide and connect and create and it's helping me refine my ideas and structure of my life it's helping remind me to come back to my own basic needs and have that be the foundation so ensuring that I'm eating nutritiously because one of the reasons that I got so small, which was not intentional, is because my anxiety has been overwhelming to the point that it's hard for me to eat, to the point that I'm not hungry, to the point that my body in its rest and digest state 
I guess isn't happening as often because if I am in a state of perceiving there's a threat, then my body is going to go into a safety mode and it's going to make sure that there's blood flowing to the extremities to help me get away from danger. So it all makes sense to me. It all makes sense why this happened. It all makes sense reflecting on my podcasts, reflecting on my journaling, reflecting on the journey, reflecting with my friends and people that I've been talking to and my counselor and all these things. It all makes sense why my body is showing up in the way that it is. I'm just really, really grateful that I am now aware of it and I am listening and I'm understanding the dire need to ensure that I come back to myself, that I figure out the things that I can and cannot control and to surrender control of anything beyond me. It's showing me that staying true to my needs, no matter how anybody else feels about it, is the most important, which is so freaking challenging (laughs) for somebody that has people pleaser tendencies. It is really challenging because again, my autopilot is to tend to others, to tend to the atmosphere. Everything is outside of me. And this is a pattern that I've talked about before. This is a pattern that I know to be true within me. But it is a pattern that I'm actively working on. And that is the difference. It's it's one thing to know something about yourself. It's another thing to be like, okay, what do I do with this information? So everything that you live through is an experience. Everything that you live through will give you information. And then what are you going to do with the information that you get? So for me, it is the basic human needs. If I feel extremely stressed out and... I have to also notice my tendencies when I am stressed out. So this is a funny story. And Tanya, if you're listening, you will laugh. (laughs) I had counseling this morning and then I went to physio. And the practitioners that I've chosen, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I chose the ones that I have. And they deeply care. Like they actually genuinely give a shit about me. <laughs> and and the things that we talk about in sessions that have nothing to do with the sessions themselves, I find it helps them understand the relationship with my own body as well. I find that it gives them different information to treat my physical body. Or in counseling, we get into the mental and the emotional bodies. But everything is a wide web. So I had a great morning and then I was feeling directed back to myself and I was coming from a place of self-focus and looking out from my own eyes versus being beyond myself and, and looking from other people's perspectives to keep me safe. I'm, I'm keeping myself safe right now. But I can feel I'm kind of teetering. I'm not super anchored into this, but I go to Dollarama and I just, I just have this pull. I was just like, ah, let's just go to Dollarama. Not that I needed anything. And then when I got there, I started to notice that my shoulders were rounding up towards my ears and I was feeling very tense in my shoulders, tense around my heart. And I was wondering why, why, why is this happening? What is, what is going on here? And then I started to notice my body language 
and I relax my shoulders just as I had invited you to do at the very beginning of this podcast. And I noticed how my energy started to shift. I noticed how much more freedom I felt coming from within me. I noticed how much lighter, how much joy I had, how I was smiling at other people and locking eyes. When I feel like I'm in protective mode, I notice that I have a really difficult time having eye contact. There's something about, you know, seeing into somebody else's spirit or being witnessed by somebody else in a state where I'm not feeling safe. That truly is what it is. I am feeling too vulnerable and that just, it just says more about me than it does anybody else. But at the same time, you know, different circumstances, like there's going to be some people that you don't want to make eye contact with for different reasons, but that is something I've noticed within myself. So I'm walking around Dollarama and there's some music playing on the speakers and I'm shuffling my feet and I'm just living in my own energy and I felt really good to to direct direct everything back to myself versus like scanning the aisles and oh there's somebody in the aisle so like better be serious and stoic and whatever because who knows how you're gonna affect them it's like no (laughs) I can be a bundle of joy and let them be affected by me in that capacity. I can choose what I'm going to put out into the world knowing that we have such great influence on one another more than we even realize because we only live in our conscious brain like such a small percentage and it takes a lot of energy to do that. So if we are just constantly reacting to our environment versus like consciously responding, meaning like you would pause and you would take in and you would discern, you would decipher, and then you would have a response, which is what I try to do a lot, but also have reactions all the time. Like it's a knee-jerk reaction. And to think that if most people are going to react, what energy are you putting out there for them to react to? Is, is is it one of fear? Is it one of joy and fun and laughter? Is it one of frustration and anger? And, you know, you, you view the world through your own lenses, your own emotions. So I chose today that I was going to relax my shoulders. I had nothing to be afraid of. I was safe where I was. I was safe to be me. And... Once I did that, I shit you not, all the things that I have been needing to pick up from town finally flooded back into my mind. And I picked up all these things that I had been having on my to-do list for months that I've just like, you know, the, the like the small stuff. Like I had a shower curtain and I had um, like a new cooking utensil. And these were things that were like were on the list, but they're not like super huge high priorities. But when you tick them off the list, it just feels good because you are getting into that transmutation of energy. And then I was walking in the parking lot and 
getting getting into my car and then I hear this car roll back and somebody say something and I and I look back and it's Tanya and she's she's like I'm listening to your podcast right now and I was like oh my god that's so cool she came to yoga the other morning and she was like I hung out with you all weekend and I was like what she's like I found your podcast I'm like that is so cool and then she was telling me about numbers and and just going on about her experience and just her enjoyment and we continued to discuss things from there and it was just so cool to hear that people continue to enjoy these podcasts and also it's it's like that confirmation for me too of the fact that it's out there and accessible for the world means people will find it and I don't necessarily have to feel guilty for not having kept up with putting out an episode each week for the last two months or however long it's been. Because those that are meant to find it will find it regardless of my activity on it. And it's the energy that will continue to flow and to bring people in and... There's so much working behind the scenes that we don't even realize. For another example, I went, so, okay, something really cool. (laughs) I went and took my Reiki master's teacher training two weekends ago, and it was, it was incredible. The, the woman that led it, her name is Brenda. She taught the woman named Heidi, who taught me my first three Reiki levels. So to learn from Brenda knowing that she had taught Heidi, who had taught me, it was like kind of going to a different source point. And it was so cool. And it was so neat to see how Heidi had made a lot of things her own and her trainings and just furthered the permission for me to be who I am, to teach things the way that I teach things, to understand that each of us will have a different flavor of sauce or a different ingredient into the mix. And there's something to learn from every single person if we open ourselves up to listening and exploring and witnessing. And Brenda is this incredible ball of love and light and humanness and just realistic person she has she had dyed her hair like bright pink with like swatches of orange throughout it so that right there when somebody wants to go bright with their hair color that also describes their energy before you even talk to them so that was really cool and she's been teaching reiki for about 25 years now so she's she's long time been doing this Like, I'm 32, so she's been doing this a really long time. Like, she, my mom would love her. My mom would get along so well with her. But just the way Brenda talked about Reiki, she just had such a gorgeous way of looking at it. And it's funny because she talked about her story of getting into Reiki and how she was so resistant to it. And that is much like my journey with yoga. I was so resistant to it at first. And... Being in Brenna's energy, hearing her talk about things and 
she just showed you who she is. She didn't try to cater to anybody else. She didn't try to abandon herself. And I needed to be in that energy for a while because I don't want to abandon myself for the comfort of others in order to keep me safe because what a weird convoluted way of going about things. (laughs) I can just be me and I can be safe in being me. So Reiki training, always, any trainings are always so expansive. And now I'm attuned to attune others, which means I get to teach Reiki to others, which is so exciting. And also a little nerve wracking because then it's just, it's the next level. It really, really is. But I'm looking forward to it. There are or there were um, a couple women that were in the group and they had started their Reiki journey years ago. One woman started in, I think, like 1999. She took her first level. There was another woman that started in like 2003 or something. And they're only just now becoming a Reiki master teacher. So the fact that I flew through everything, it's just... That's just how my journey went and there there is no timeline for it. There is no pace to go. It's just you you are ready when you are ready for it and that's fantastic. I'm, I'm just ready for it now. <laughs> I can feel it. I have had people asking me for it and that's exactly what Brenda said. She's like, you will know when you're ready when people are starting to ask you. What do you teach? Can I learn from you? So I am overjoyed to know that people have been asking and to be able to offer my own version of energy and understanding and Reiki and attuning symbols. And I love that there's so much room to bring my own flavor to it. And it encourages me to stay true and be in my own power. So very looking forward to that. And then this last weekend, I was invited to attend this event called Linking Awareness. And boy, oh boy, does that have so much to do with everything and all things. Emily, she invited me. Um, Instagram, she's like Emily Snips, I think. She's a hairdresser in Armstrong here. And I started out following all these different people that I saw in the community when I first moved to Vernon. That was my way of immersing myself from like an introverted standpoint. And she is into the like the weird spiritual shit, aliens, microdosing. She's just a really cool chick. So we've connected a few times on different things. And then we ended up being in the same place at the same time. We were at... Uh, dance recital. So Kenzie was having her year-end recital in May and Emily's sister danced in the same studio and she happened to be sitting in front of me. So we actually got to meet in person, which was so cool. And then just seeing her here and there and just conversations on Instagram and whatnot. And she invited me to this event and created an exchange so that there was, there's always got to be an exchange, right? And 
I got to be an observer to the day and this event linking awareness her mom is the one that puts it on and her mom wow (laughs) she is a very traveled person and has so much experience and so much wisdom and understanding to offer and I was so grateful to be witness to it because I learned more about myself I learned more about how everything is connected and the day is spent outside and there are three horses that she works with and she it's it's difficult for me to describe because it's one of those things like me trying to describe a reiki session to you it's just more effective when you experience it versus me trying to explain it but I will do my best so in the middle of the ring um, the riding ring she has a massage table for sessions and the horses are involved in the sessions because they are sentient sentient beings and if you've spent any time around horses or have understanding about like um, equine therapy horses they are so calming or like you have to be calm to be around them and it's this connection between you and them and sentient beings and animals they are here to help us and and inspire us and show us different things and one horse especially named Nova she did a lot of upfront work. So she would have her nose near the people laying on the table a lot, or she would kind of command the other horses to do different things. And so noticing as somebody was moving through a session, they would start out with saying what it is that they're going through in life. And, and Lucia explains that you can pick anything because everything's connected. That's the whole name, linking awareness. Everything is connected. So as I explained myself to you in terms of my anxiety and showing up in my body and seeing how everything's compounded, it's the same idea. So in the sessions, she would get them to discuss, like some people wanted to cut cords to certain people or to certain traumatic events in their life. And... They would lay on the table and Lucia would do some work with them and then sometimes she would step away and just let like the forces of nature essentially help out as well as just drawing the healer within to the surface. And that's what Reiki is too. It's not me doing a whole lot, so to speak. It's creating a safe space for your body to take in what it's ready to and to release out what it's ready to. Your body is the natural healer within. Your your spirit, your spirit is the natural healer within. And it's just getting out of your own way for that to rise to the surface and take over for the moment to heal the body or the mental, physical, emotional, energetic, whatever it may need. And that's essentially what is happening through this linking awareness experience. 
And sometimes you could notice when there was something going on, the wind would pick up and the wind is a natural element as well. And Lucia was also explaining that the person on the table is like a surrogate. So everybody that's there observing, there's about 20 of us. And there was only, I think maybe like six people that um, were laying on the table throughout the day. But she said the person in the middle is a surrogate and whatever they are healing, it ripples out to anybody else that is experiencing something of similar nature. And we know this to be true when you think about a group of people getting together or like a group of friends and you are experiencing similar situations. Um, you know, you're linked, you're linked together. You are drawn together. You, you found this same event because there's a similar thing within you that you were looking to heal or move on from or understand more of. So there is no such thing as coincidence. We are all linked. And the whole event was just, it was just looking at the wide web. And my brain, as you know, like I love that shit. It's like linking synchronicities. It, it was just observing and linking them all together. Linking, oh, this horse was stretching its left leg. And then Lucia would mention like the blanket um, exposed this person's left leg. So the wind was expo exposing the leg for greater healing um, to get into that area. And then there's my computer. And then Lucia would help things out a little bit and, and she connected like an energy meridian to continue with the process of the unraveling. And it was just, it was so cool. And while I was there, there was a woman sitting next to me and we had, I don't know, three minutes of conversation and we figured out that there's a link between us. I worked with her daughter up at Long John's at Silver Star um, back in 2019. So that was cool. And then the woman that ended up sitting beside her, I didn't even I didn't even look up and like see who this person was when we were shuffling chairs over to make room for her. And then um, the person beside her had turned to the three of us and was introducing herself. And I had looked over around the woman that I had worked with her daughter. And then the the third person in she was like oh my god amy hi and i was like oh, holy crap it was a woman that i had done a reading and reiki with way back when i was first starting out and just doing exchanges for experience and like for them to write a review and just doing it based off that instead of um, money so that i could start to gain more confidence so I had had a session with her and I think I'd only been, like, I think I'd only just gotten trained in my level two. So since then, I've done two more levels of Reiki training and she was literally on my mind the day before. I remember I was in the shower and I was thinking back on our reading because I hadn't heard from her for a while. And I, there are some people that I do tend to think about and I'm like, huh, I wonder how they're doing. And she, for whatever reason, just kept sticking out of my mind. And so the fact that we ended up coming together to the same event was really freaking cool. And uh, so we caught up on things there and then that started to show up again in, in this idea of 
just because I hadn't checked in, just because it's been so long since um, speaking with her, she told me that she has thought of me often. (laughs) And I was like, I've thought of you, clearly. You keep coming up in my mind. So that just goes to show that we don't always have to be doing for things to be going on behind the scenes. There is lots going on behind the scenes for us and it is safe to take a break from some things. It is safe to think that resting will still be productive because your ripple in your resting your ripple intending to yourself is like a surrogate for other people as well. Because as you heal you, other people will be encouraged to heal themselves as well. And you show up differently. You respond differently. I was walking through Dollarama today feeling light and airy. And then I ended up running into Tanya afterwards and we had a great connection there and and she was listening to this podcast and there there will be signs and synchronicities to show and reconfirm different things. And it's up to us if we notice them, are we paying attention? And again, writing that stuff down really can help you be aware of what has been going on, what's what's been uh, the theme here. And not to be worried if you don't experience something every single day. Because sometimes it's a gathering of information. Sometimes it's a gathering of these signs. And you just have these pieces and you're like, this is interesting, this caught my eye, but I don't know what to do with it yet. So you just kind of put it off to the side and you're like, okay, this puzzle piece has green on it, but nothing else around here that I see has green on it. But as you start to put other puzzle pieces together and you create more of the picture, you see something else over the side and you're like, oh, that has green on it. And then you're like, oh, these two fit together. Cool. You find where they go and then you start to build the picture and you start to see how everything does take shape and fit in with one another. So, very cool. Let's, uh, how about we draw a card? I'm going to do the Shaman's Dream Oracle today. And I think I did this one last time, but I'm not sure. This is the one that sometimes I don't always connect with the, um, the pictures and things, but... We'll see. Like, I do connect with them, but I just find the guidebook for this particular deck just does such a wonderful job. So, anyways. Okay, let's go with um, what is the energy that needs to be seen in order to be transmuted at this time for our best and highest healing potential. I like to go until things fall out. Oh, Ooh, (laughs) this one says many masks, the authentic self. And is that not what exactly what we've been talking about? Bringing yourself to the surface and allowing yourself to be seen by others 
but first be seen by yourself. When you can see yourself, then you get to display that more clearly and other people understand where you're coming from. When you can explain your own needs, you can express them to others and then people know what to do with them. If we are not being true to ourselves, then how are other people supposed to know where our boundaries are? How are other people supposed to know what gaps they can fill in? So that was just the intuitive hit there. But let's uh, let's see what the book has to say. Um, so it says, energizing internal allies, a conscious shift. We live in a world where everyone we see wears a mask. We wear these masks to cover up and protect who we really are. We learn to do so because we've been conditioned to try to appear a certain way to fit into society. Masks allow us to belong, so we remain within the confines of what is expected. Masks are not inherently bad. Rather, they provide context and structure for our personalities and soul's expression. Some of us might believe that a particular mask, fixed and hardened onto us, is, a permanent fix- is our permanent face. We forget that we are living beings with a multitude of faces enabling us to experience a fuller, more vibrant world. These are things that I like to call aspects. Your authentic essence doesn't want to be constrained by others' expectations anymore. Now is the time to strip away the mask you've accepted and discover who you really are. A new self is emerging and your perception changes as you adopt new ways of being. Right now, it's really important to allow yourself to experiment, to experience the world and all its myriad potentials and possibilities. Try on different masks and let yourself be fluid and curious. How will you know what you love and what you resonate with if you don't take off the mask you've always worn and test drive some new ones? Your authentic essence will never change. It will only express itself differently through these optional selves. Through trial and error, you discover more and more about who you want to become. What would it feel like to explore this side of you? Anything is possible if you're willing to open up to your potential. You truly can move beyond the barriers that society has set. Use your imagination and step into the magic. And... I'm just going to note that this page is number 77. <laughs> I really, really like that. And I encourage you as well to notice if you are experiencing body language that is constraining and or you have thoughts in your mind that you're noticing first and then you begin to check in with your body and you go, huh, interesting, my body is like this and my thoughts are these. What happens if I change my body language? What happens to my thoughts? Or sometimes it can be vice versa. If, I, if I'm able, if I'm able to direct my thoughts, what happens to my body language? I find that checking into my body, checking into things like yoga is so helpful to redirect the thoughts on my mind. There is so much energy that is held within our physical vessel. So work with it. And to do so, it's taking time to check in and notice what is. What is in existence? And only from there can we work with what we've seen, what we've got. I feel like I have so much more to share, but this is, I think, where I need to leave it. Otherwise, we will be here for quite some time. Thank you so much for joining. 
for this episode, number 15. Can't tell you when I'll be back. I'm going to hope for next week, but you know what? I'm also going to trust that if it's not next week, the next time I do come back is, is going to be at the right time. It's time is just an illusion. <laughs> Gotta give space for things to happen and you have to let things flow. Trying to force them is going to leave us frustrated and unhappy and stuck and missing out on seeing some really amazing things. So try to flow. Release the force. Stay true to yourself. Try on different aspects. Give yourself permission to play. Give yourself permission to be genuinely yourself, knowing that anybody else's response to it is their response. It doesn't have to be a judgment on you. It doesn't have to be a judgment on your character. Be the light. Pull others into your light versus getting pulled into their whatever. You can be the influence in the room. You can be the influence in your life. Be what it is you want to attract more of. Knowing that the idea of, I just want to be happy because I want to attract more happiness. Yeah, I get it. I want to be happier too. I want to be happier more often than I, than I feel like I am. But if all I want is to be happy, then I'm also probably fearing the anger or the frustration. And what I want more than happiness is contentment. I want the ability to flow. I want contentment to know that I'm always safe to express things in whatever ways I need to express them. I want to feel safe that I can live through emotions and let energy find its way out in constructive ways. I want to feel contentment in my ability to rise and rise again knowing that rest is also productive and, and things are being taken care of behind the scenes. And uh, contentment and trust. Trusting in myself. Trusting in my abilities. Trusting in my connection to the unseen. Trusting in my connection to the rest of the world. Knowing that as I continue to work on me, knowing as you continue to be introspective and work on yourself, as we do things for ourselves, it's linked. We are effectively creating a finer frequency within the world. We are coming more from a place of love. And love is one of the strongest vibrations. So, I'm going to do more of that. Okay, I guess we're good here. I just don't want to go. <laughs> Have a fantastic rest of your day. Whenever you listen to this is the right time for you, so no worries. Take care. Take care of yourself. Treat your basic needs first. De-stress in the ways that you can. Spend time in nature. Relax your shoulders, remind yourself that you are safe, 
getting ahead of your environment by checking in with your body and establishing a strong and confident and safe, secure experience. Having it start within and letting it trickle out. Sending you so much love. I will see you again in the next episode. Take care.